Hey, hi, hello, friends. Welcome to episode six and the last episode of 2020 of Breaking Bell, the podcast where I share crazy personal stories and cover TMI lifestyle topics. It's Breaking Bell. Leave a message. Wow. Can you believe how quickly this year went by? Like, I swear it was just last month that I had my virtual Zoom party. And that was back in March. (laughs) So, you know, I was thinking, what better way than to do an episode where I recap some of the best and worst moments of my year, particularly with relation to my experiences, because we already know what the world went through and we don't need another reminder of all the tragedies and traumas. I want to try and keep this episode as lighthearted, comedic, and above all, entertaining. So let's come together and have a little laugh at some of my trials and tribulations of 2020. So if you know me, you know I love lists. I make lists every day, it keeps me organized, on track, and just aware of what's going on. So let me share a couple with you here. All right, so Netflix shows started and completed, 25. Now, I would tell you all these shows, but we're going to be here for a while because I wouldn't just list them. I would probably give you like my overall review of the show, but definitely what comes to mind first, um, Money Heist, great show, The Haunting of Hill House, also great and I'm just gonna stop there because I will definitely go down a rabbit hole and just keep telling you how all these shows are amazing you need to watch all of them (laughs) all right so number of movies watched okay definitely around the same as the number of shows but this one I didn't quite keep track of but I did re-watch all of the Avengers movies all the Transformers movies um only the ones where like Megan Fox and Shia LaBeouf were in I mean come on like the rest were just like uh, not the best, but also rewatched all the Fast and Furious movies and some other Marvel ones like Captain America. <laughs> Number of failed situationships, 2.5. And you're probably wondering, why is there a 0.5? How can there be half of a person? Okay, it's 0.5 because there was a guy I connected with over a dating app, but I never got the chance to meet him and probably never will, so there's that. A number of times I colored my hair and had an identity crisis. Five. I think this year was probably the most that I have done something to my hair. Actually, it might be more than five because I did like different variations and different color combinations. So like I did purple and then like purple and blue, blue, green, black, silver, and eventually like all these colors fade into like, you know, a pastel color. So definitely more than five and um, a lot of uh, matching personalities to go with each hair color as some of you who follow me on Instagram might have seen. Number of times I had a mental breakdown. (laughs) Three to four. I did really well this year considering like everything that happened. And when I say like mental breakdown, I mean like a serious like mental breakdown. Like I am sitting there contemplating my life and what I'm doing and crying and just not having it. So that's pretty much my definition of a mental breakdown. (laughs) 
number of Chloe Ting challenges I started and completed. One out of like three. <laughs> this is hard, okay? I lost motivation each time and would stop at like day 10 out of 25 and then I would just never pick up again. I know it's horrible, but obviously with everyone's new year's resolutions it's to get in shape so hopefully i can really push myself to get something going and um consistent <laughs> number of times i bought something online that i didn't need okay short easy answer the limit does not exist <laughs> but i also did invest in a lot more items that made my space more uh comfortable organized and cozy all right so maybe i shouldn't have said lists that was pretty much just one list kind of summarizing like the quote-unquote quantities of the things that i have uh involved myself in <laughs> i can't find the right words for that but hopefully y'all know what i mean i would love to hear some of your recaps um over on instagram i find this quite entertaining so if you want to send me over you know how many netflix shows you started and completed um how many failed situationships you went through etc let me know let's go <laughs> but in all honesty i was very fortunate given the circumstances now that's not to say that i didn't have other challenges to face Mine were mostly, you know, mental or emotional, but let's get into that. So at the start of the year, I actually left my nine to five corporate job. My plan was to step away so I could gain more clarity into what I really wanted to do with my career. So I had this whole plan at the end of 2019 to leave my job and then travel, do a whole eat, pray, love thing where I can gain insights into other cultures, ways of living, and just open myself to new experiences and ideas that would generate more creativity in me for, you know, just ideas on what to do next with my life. I'm the type of person that gets very inspired through experiences, things that I see, hear, smell, touch, all these insights, some kind of inspiration in me to either start a new project or get into a new hobby. So if we conversed during quarantine, you probably know that I got into a lot of different and random hobbies and DIY projects. <laughs> but to kind of backtrack a little bit, my first stop in terms of like traveling right after I quit my job was Miami, Florida for two weeks. I stayed with my best friend and her family. Shout out to them for being the best host, taking care of me while I was dying and blackout one night and just being like a second family to me. And I decided on Miami first because I know that I can talk to my best friend about anything and everything she's very intelligent driven and woke and so we can inspire each other to figure out what we're supposed to do next with our lives and i did see it as a relaxation type trip but also to de-stress because i had felt so burnt out from my previous job that i needed to clear my head and actually to be honest i Upon graduation, I was already working at um, this bank, so in corporate, and as soon as I finished my last exam on a Wednesday, I transitioned into full-time 
on the Thursday. So I never had a break from that job. And then I got laid off from that role. And um, in the time that I was interviewing for a new role and pretty much just like figuring my life out, I was only unemployed for two weeks in between like my first corporate job out of university and then like into my new job. So I never had a break. It was just straight like four years of like university doing internships and everything and then right into two corporate jobs. And so that was my first real sense of freedom when I left that second job in January. And to my surprise, I came back to Canada with a refreshed mindset. And this new mindset pushed me out of my comfort zone completely to do a couple of things. First, it really inspired me to push more creative content. So I focused a lot of my time and energy on making YouTube videos and producing content for Instagram. I also gained an incredible amount of confidence and pretty much killed off like any and all social anxiety I had because while in Miami, which by the way, I was there during the Super Bowl. So you can imagine how crazy it was and the amount of people I met like you know casually partying right next to cardi b clay thompson the migo sweetie you know no big deal <laughs> i made some friends from the miami dolphins which is an nfl team for those who don't know and I had some fun solo experiences with these new friends and when i mean solo i mean like my best friend decided to stay in and i was just kind of like going out on my own but i did have also some very great you know deep conversations with my best friend and her mom and had some real awakenings that I believe have impacted me throughout the rest of 2020. Sadly though, when I came back, COVID really started becoming a thing. People were panicking left and right and obviously being in crowded airports was not good for my anxiety, but at the time I chose to live with it instead of living in fear of it. So I was back at the beginning of February. I had planned my next trip to Mexico with another one of my best friends. I had made a whole Excel document spreadsheet comparing our top five destinations and resorts, including pictures, prices, amenities, attractions, pros and cons, you know, the whole nine yards. Just saying, I'm a great person to be traveling with for organization and a fun, memorable time. If y'all ever need a travel buddy, let assist know when we can safely travel again. I will be there. <laughs> anyway, so with the fear of potentially being stuck in Mexico and not being able to fly home, I was pretty much forced to make the smart decision of postponing the trip to another time. My best friend had still decided to book the flight to go with his sister, but later it was obviously canceled and he got a refund or some credits back. So I mean, clearly I was upset because I'm not the type of person to be cooped up at home for long periods of time. Like I need social interaction, I need to be outside, I need to be doing stuff and have a change of environment from time to time. Otherwise, my mind gets mushy and I lose motivation and have no inspiration to be creative. So I just tried to focus on creating content and capitalize on opportunities while also casually applying for remote freelance work. But since I work in HR, that was among one of the departments that got hit the worst in the job market. 
But I can honestly say that I started off strong at the beginning of quarantine. I was committed to working out every day. I had started to do more brand collaborations over on Instagram. And to my surprise, I got my first request with a pretty big Canadian brand to do a collab and giveaway. And honestly, from that point on, my Instagram like growth and engagement went through the roof. Especially over the summer when I was just more active and posting my outfits and whatnot, it really helped to grow my pages. And all of a sudden, I fell into a community of blogger girls who supported my content and helped with my engagement. I honestly had no idea where they came from and surprised I didn't get into this sooner, but... I guess my content just started to get noticed by more girls and I wake up to like hundreds of new followers, comments, likes, etc. like a day and I got reached out by several more companies that I was honestly shocked and over the moon that they wanted to work with me because like these were companies that I've you know personally already purchased from or like have seen them over social media like they have had collaborations with like notable celebrities so i was like wow you guys are reaching out and you want to work with me i'm shocked i'm honored <laughs> because like you know again like i used to always post my outfits and lifestyle stuff on instagram but not for the sake of like gaining clout or collabs or anything like that like it was just my own thing i did for fun because i truly love sharing my looks with you know my friends my network whatever right so i've done collaborations with brands back in 2018 through an influencer network but it was only this year that i really popped off so just to give you a sense in terms of numbers i collaborated with 32 new companies in 2020 and have continuous working partnerships with about 11 of them and right now this is recorded on december 28th i have seven pending collaborations which will be going into the new year and I'm honestly so grateful and thankful for these opportunities and I can't say that enough. Like when I look at the numbers, it's just crazy that so much has happened in one year compared to, you know, 2018 when I had my first brand collaboration. And I believe in 2018, I only did like three or four. So this is insane to me and something that I've always wanted to do and get into ever since I was like in middle school watching influencers on YouTube and the dream is to make it to an influencer brand trip those honestly look so much fun obviously there's like some drama but like it just looks so enjoyable and i truly believe i can get there one day so just watch you guys <laughs> but thank you to everyone for your support it really does mean so much that i can't even put it into words to truly express the feelings and the emotions and gratefulness that consumes me every single day so wow <laughs> but yeah after a while you know like doing brand collaborations and all that I knew I had to do something else that was more hands-on I'm a very hands-on type of person I love creating things with my hands <laughs> DIY projects crafts you know all that jazz so I mean call me like the Bob the Builder um wife no I'm kidding <laughs> but you know um i say I'm pretty Bob the Builder-y. <laughs> I mean, I've built a deck before. <laughs> I know how to use like tools, power tools. <laughs> anyway, so I decided to invest in a sewing machine and I was going to create handmade products and sell them. 
and I started with satin face masks just to keep it at a niche but I'm definitely already looking into other products and have a couple of pending shipments on the way so stay tuned for that if you guys want to shop my face mask sample sale you can head on over to instagram at bxb underscore boutique shameless not shameless this is my own this is my own brand never mind a plug <laughs> i have a couple more left in inventory so be sure to put in an order i honestly didn't think i would make as many sales as i did but i'm very grateful that i have so for any listeners who have made a purchase Thank you for supporting my craft and small business. It truly does mean a lot to me, especially because when I launched, I honestly did not think anybody would support it. Like, I figured my best friends, like my close friends would, but surprisingly, I had a lot of strangers, you know, find my page and shop and I was just shocked. And so, honestly, I do have to thank a lot of my friends who shared my page and shared my shop and like word of mouth and everything. I was surprised to even get sales like in the States. So that was crazy. Super thankful. Uh, yeah, there's going to be a lot of great things happening in 2021. So keep your eyes peeled. <laughs> and of course, because I just love overwhelming myself by adding more things to my plate, I decided to start another project that I have always wanted to do. And that is this, the Breaking Bell podcast. <laughs> I always hesitated and never fully executed, even though when I had everything like planned out, like I had all these documents saying exactly what I wanted to talk about, the guests that I wanted to bring in for certain segments, everything. But it was really difficult while working a nine to five job on top of also producing Instagram and YouTube content. So I never really had like the perfect opportunity to really focus like enough time, energy and effort into producing like an entire show. So any other free time I had when I wasn't creating while I was working, I was trying to relax or work out because there were only so many hours in the day. And over the weekend, I just kind of wanted to relax. But because I wasn't really working this year which I truly believe is a blessing in disguise to allow me to really you know focus and hone in on my passion projects um, I would not have been able to do all these things had I been working a full-time job like I could probably do maybe like 50% of it but not like the whole 100 so you know all this newfound freedom and time just really did me some good <laughs> With anything I started or did in terms of passion projects, for me, again, like it's never about any monetary gain or recognition. Like those are nice to have, but I do all these things because I love it and I share it because I want to inspire or make other people happy. That's my goal in life. I remember like when I first launched the podcast, I had a bunch of people responding to me saying, oh my gosh, like I've always wanted to start a podcast and like this really just like pushed me and inspired me to like start my own. So I've seen a couple of my friends like come up with podcasts recently and that's honestly so cool and a bunch of my friends are doing uh, Instagram shops or just launching their own small businesses. So if I can affect anyone, impact anyone, that's... <sighs> you know, even just making them laugh or smile, gain new insight, relate anything, that to me already is such a big accomplishment. So, woo! <laughs> now, projects aside, 
internally, I feel like I've done a lot of shadow work, which essentially is integrating your unconscious psyche with your conscious experiences and coming to an understanding of the two for your own personal development, which again, I am a huge advocate for. (laughs) Some of us had major breakthroughs, me being one of them, especially in a variety of different ways. So if you've been keeping up with the pod, then you probably know some of the things that I went through, but... Oh, <laughs> I've come to an understanding and accepted a lot of things that I can't change and have ultimately moved away from a lot of toxic behaviors, habits, situations, and people. It's a little unfortunate to say that some people who were with me at the start of the year are now no longer here as a result of me walking away from people that no longer serve me, that are no longer adding value to my life, and I know I can speak for a lot of people on this one because this pandemic, among other things, has truly shown us the nature of some people and what they value as being important in their lives. Knowing how someone thinks can really trigger some uncomfortable feelings towards another person. (laughs) I'm sure y'all know what I'm talking about, i.e. the people who are very selfish, but with all that being said... I think it's important for everyone to really sit down with themselves to self-reflect and evaluate their lives at the end of each year. I personally do this a lot more often within a year, like several times, like I do checkpoints with myself very often, but for those who don't actively practice this, I suggest starting now with looking back at everything that happened to you this year and just reflect. Let me start you off. How has your life changed this year? What happened in the months in between that were positive, negative? Did you develop any good habits, bad habits? What are you going to take with you into the new year and what are you going to leave behind? With New Year's Eve being tomorrow, which is still crazy to wrap my head around, (laughs) like, (laughs) I think coming up with a couple of specific solid resolutions can truly help to guide us into the new year, into the direction that we want to go in. Motivation is a subject to the person. I am very guilty of having enough self-control to really stay committed and motivated to those goals and resolutions that I've put in place, but that's what I've reflected on and realized I have much work to do on that. But as for my parting words in this very last episode of 2020, I wish you all love and happiness going into 2021. May all your goals be reached. May you flourish in good health and wealth. To all those that we have lost in 2020, let's live it up brighter for them. Let's celebrate all the wins and losses and move forward with all the lessons that we have cultivated for a better year ahead. Thank you for supporting me in my podcast this year. I love you very much, if that's not already made apparent. Cheers to you, and I'll catch you at the next audio party in 2021. Woo! (laughs) Okay, bye.